I, because you know, South Americans, we are very, sometimes very touchy. Like, <laughs> and I used to hug everyone and kiss everyone. And when I work in this Thai restaurant, you know, Asians, they could be sometimes like oh, very distant. Yeah, so my first day I tried to hug this uh, waiter, waitress, sorry. And she pushed me because I thought she, I was very offensive. Like uh, I was trying to, and I said, no, I'm just trying to say goodbye. Oh, yeah, just go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Shot of Inspiration, the podcast which gives you a different perspective about life and share inspiring life stories. I'm Sarah and I decided to share stories and experiences about citizens of the world I'm meeting on my personal journey. They decided to create the life they want, do what they love and define their own vision of success and happiness. Because you don't need to be successful to share an inspiring story. This podcast is yours, so let's take a shot of inspiration. For this second episode, I'm having a conversation with Miguel, 29 years old, from Mexico. Miguel moved to Australia four years ago now. Like Marisa in the first episode of this podcast, he was an architect back in Mexico. But after a holiday in Australia when he was still a student, he decided he would move to Australia after finishing his studies. I admire how determined and adaptable is Miguel. Obviously, and for various reasons, he couldn't move to Australia easily as a conqueror with his architect background. He had to make choices, use another path, adapt and be open to change. He is full of resources and is not giving up on his dream. You will see it in the episode. This is the second episode of my podcast. If you want to listen to more episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on the platform you are using. I will also be really grateful if you can share your support on my Instagram page or leave a comment below the episode. I can't wait to read them. So here is my inspiring conversation with Miguel. Hello, Miguel. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm really good. We have a beautiful morning and the sun outside. Yeah, summer, summertime. Summertime. Mm. So today I wanted to speak uh, about you uh, mm. because we live together. You're from Mexico mm -hmm. and you told me you moved to Australia and you were an architect back in Mexico and you have plenty of stories to tell us. Yeah, so true. can you please introduce yourself? Tell us. Where you from? I just told it, but uh, how old are you? And uh, yeah. Well, yes. Um, I am Miguel. I am 29 years old, and yeah, as you said, I am from Mexico, and um, I've been in Australia for four years and a half now. And I think as you you do as well, I have a, like a good experience in Australia. Many many different situations, uh, many things unexpected, but. Um, Yeah, so far so good. And also, I'm glad for you that you're doing your podcast. I remember when I first moved here, you told me about this. <laughs> that was a good plan for you. And yeah, now you have how many? How many podcasts have you? I have three episodes, but it's not released yet. It's not released yet. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, that's good. You're doing that the like the plenty, and then you will you will release them. Yeah, exactly. Okay? So, where are you from in Mexico? So I am from. Uh, it's. Cuernavaca, uh, for many people, is very hard to pronounce, uh, but it's what I said always. It's like an hour from Mexico City, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice city. It's um, is it big? Well, Mexico-wise, it's I would say small, 
but for Australia, uh, uh, size yeah, it's 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 quite it's quite big. So it's basically as it's a town where all the people from Mexico City uh, go and uh, spend holidays because the weather it's really nice. Uh, I think like like the weather it's between. 30, 17 to 35 during the year so it's okay, pretty good cool yeah uh, so yeah winter in australia for me it's very cold <laughs> yeah like five degrees i can i can i can do it but then yeah so big difference mexico and australia yeah and so when you is there a lot of people that are moving from the country to go to live in australia or somewhere else is it something common did you grow up with this idea of one day i'm gonna live somewhere else than mexico Not really, not really. Um, I have like a very family orientated uh, background, so I was always, I, I, I don't even thought about it. Like I was okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna uh, like stick where my family is. But I think when I, when I started uni, I like just looking for some places, and then my, uh, when my uncle, my uncle, he moved here because he, he lives here. He lives in Perth. Like I started being more curious about things like moving and uh, I started looking, I, I tried to move to uh, Hungary actually, oh. yeah, like East Europe, that was one, because it was, uh, I did my research and it was cheap, you know, and easy to, to travel. Hungary, it's not something common before no. I moved to. <laughs> no, 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 but I was like, because I didn't have enough money, you know, so, mm. okay, and, and, and I heard it's pretty, it's beautiful, but then... I came to Australia for uh, Christmas holidays five, seven years ago now. Okay. And then that changed my, my mind. And I said, I have to go to Australia. I have to go to Australia. And it's not for holidays. I want to go there. I have to, I want to live there. And since then, I just stick with my plan and I'm very happy with it. Oh, so it started with holidays in Australia. And what attracted you when you were in, so you've been to Perth to visit your uncle? No, or? back then, my, my uncle, he was living in Sydney. Okay. So we did all the touristic uh, trips, you yeah. know, we went to Jervis Bay, we went to... It's beautiful there. Uh, you know, like, the, you've been in Sydney, right? Mm. Like, uh, I remember the, the second day we went to Circular Quay, the, where the Opera House is and the Harbour Bridge. And that's amazing. Like, that blew my mind. It was, it was amazing. So it was that how beautiful was Sydney and also, well, the quality life, basically, the quality of life you, you, you get here. Mm. And yeah, and I was feeling a bit bored in Mexico, like uh, the, the system and everything. So that's why I decided to move. And so yeah. at that time when you decided seven years ago, okay, I would like to live in Australia, how old were you and what were you doing in Mexico? Were you studying? Yeah, right. So I was, yeah, I was, fin I was in my last year of uni. And uh, I remember the last, I think it was like, yeah, the last week of holidays in Australia. Uh, we were in New Year, spending New Year in, in, the, in watching the fireworks in the Harbour Bridge. And I was a bit drunk. Uh, and I was talking with my uncle and I told him, you know what? I really like Australia and I want to move. Mm. But uh, I was very young and I said, I'll, I'll stop my uni now and I, I'll be here in, in six months. Okay. I don't care. And he said that just easy, just relax, finish whatever you have to do in Mexico. And then if you really want to move here, like do it properly, just finish whatever you have to finish there. And then we, we, I'll help you. We can, we can figure it out. And yeah, he, he was right. 
So I then I finished uni and I I didn't have money, of course. So I, I worked for one year and a half after. And it was just enough to move here. Um, and what did you study in uni? I did architecture okay. in, in Mexico. And yeah, so that was funny because I wanted to... Um, I wanted to do architecture here as, as well, of course. And I, but I was looking like different pathways that I can follow. But um, I could, I couldn't. Um, well, I was very excited about uh, to do my masters, my master degree in Australia. But then I came back to reality and I saw the uh, the fees that I have to pay, and it was crazy. It's just yeah, too it's expensive, so expensive for overseas students. Mm. Uh, so no, I couldn't. I couldn't pay that. So then I started looking for, for different other options. And carpentry, I found carpentry as a pathway to also uh, get my permanent residency. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think about that twice. I just did, okay, I'm going to be a carpenter, different experience, and let's see how, how I go. So you came to Australia with a student visa? With a student visa, yeah. And you studied carpentry? Yeah. Which is actually pretty related to architecture. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like mm. something, even though I cannot do uh, architecture, but something that uh, it's quite rela relatable and um, something that I can I can enjoy. I, I I knew I could do it for at least three four years. Yeah, you and know, I think because we were talking about like for example doing uh, sponsorship. Yeah, and it's the same because you have to do this for the next three four years. So at least if you're gonna be attached to something, just at least something that you can enjoy, that you can... And now yeah. at home, look, uh, he was doing something beautiful uh, for to put some uh, pot plants and like something you can use in daily life as well. Yeah, it's very useful. And I think someone will enjoy, if you become an architect again, uh, someone that has no knowledge as a carpenter, you know? It's not yeah. like you decided to be a chef because being, stu um, being a student as a chef, it's really common in Australia. Yeah. And it's not like you decided to be a chef and then come back to architecture. Like yeah, carpen exactly. carpenter and architecture, it's pretty... It's pretty relatable. But related. at the same time, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's related to each other, but also it's a very thin line in between. So as an architect, you always, I think you see everything from from the top you know like on the top but you don't know what's happening underneath that mm. under this line and uh being in the tools like you actually can understand you know. every single screw mm. and uh i really enjoy that and yeah wh whenever you feel like doing something you just take the tools and do it that's oh, that's, that's, great. that's what i like and uh, and also in australia being in the tools it's part of the culture i think yeah it's really uh, aussie <laughs> it's really aussie like and you can see with that your you, uniform uh, and uh, people feel, feel very proud yeah, yeah i agree it's good yeah but um i think we all have our stories as a so back in mexico you uh finish your studies you work a year and a half Yeah, I did. And so then you go to Australia. Do you go to Perth at your uncle's place, or you go to Sydney and start your students? Uh, yeah, I went to I went to Sydney. Yeah, you went to Sydney by yourself then. Oh yeah, I went to Sydney. Uh, um, yeah, back then my my uncle was living there. Um, he moved to Perth just a few like a year ago, so he was in, okay. In, so that was good because. I mean, so many people uh, do this ACOM by, by themselves and it's very hard. Mm. It's very hard. At least I was lucky that I have family here. So I stayed with my uncles for uh, the first one year and a half. Okay. 
So that was great because I didn't, I didn't pay any rent. I didn't pay any food. So everything uh, that I get for work that I was making, it was just to pay, pay my, my studies. So basically my, my studies, they were about two years. I had to study two years in order to then apply for a graduate visa. So my first year was carpentry and the second one was a diploma in building and construction in TAFE. Oh. Um, so yeah, that, that helped me a lot. Otherwise, I don't know how I would be, I would have been able to, to pay it. So that was, that was a big help. And, um, and how was your English when you arrived in Australia? Oh yeah, that's another one. That's the one. big question. That's another one. Well, I think it's not about how, how much you know or how much, it's how confident you feel speaking the language. And I wasn't, I was very shy at the beginning and I, I, I thought, uh, like I, I need to talk because after, after two months, I was, I was feeling just like, we're human beings, we need to express, we need to, to talk with people and I wasn't doing that. So I, then after a few months, and because also because I needed the money, I applied for a, a waiter, waiter job in okay. a Thai restaurant and I said, at least I, I have to talk here, I, I must talk with someone and that helped me a lot so that's a good you push think, yourself that's yeah, good yeah so if you are in Australia if someone will listen this right now well not right now because it's not live <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah just uh, just if you are very shy just try to find a, a job like this so you can you can be more confident and uh, yeah so I started working I work as a waiter for four or five months oh good mm -hmm. so that helped me a lot and yeah we We're always learning something in, in English, yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, you tell me a little, uh, a little bit about you because how, how come you came to Australia? Uh, I had a, a good English when I arrived yeah. in Australia already. I was pretty lucky with that. I had yeah. more professional English, ah, right. but I had a good one. But I agree that when you push yourself, when I started my waitress job, mm -hmm. uh, it was scary because yeah, it's uh, first, I, I never been a waitress in France before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And yeah, you have some sentence you need to like remind, but it helps you so much because you have to repeat the same sentence to every customers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I agree that when you take a bartender or waitress job, mm -hmm. at the beginning you struggle a lot and it's mm -hmm. really scary. I remember mm -hmm. my first bartending job, I don't drink much alcohol. So I was like, how I'm going to remind all this alcohol name and moreover in Australia, you know, they have slang. Yeah. So they're not going to say, but. Bundaberg rum, they're gonna say Bundy and Coke. Yeah. Or they're not gonna say vodka, um, VCR, vodka, cranberry, uh, vodka, Coke, raspberry. They're gonna say VCR. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is VCR? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just yeah. get it, over one week and then it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's that because I remember when I uh, started this job, it was a Thai restaurant and I didn't know anything about Thai food, anything, but I needed the job. So I lied a little bit. So I said, oh, I've been in this restaurant as a customer and I really love experience and the <laughs> people working there. So I just said a lot of bullshit and they, they, they believed it. So I said, oh yeah, you're welcome to work here. <laughs> and yeah, I remember like, I didn't know any, like the name of the meal. So I was struggling at the beginning, but I mean, with the time, like if you, you yeah, yeah, but also I think the, it's even more difficult to, Like to express yourself in, the, in a different language. Oh, did you language. feel that at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Frustration? Yeah, even if you're angry, how would you express yourself? Or mm. 
mm-hmm. you are very happy, how would you? Because you are, I have my, the way I express myself in Spanish is very easy. Mm. The words I said, but I didn't feel comfortable like saying, oh, uh, even fuck you. Like I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't say it because <laughs> I didn't feel it. Yeah. And now I can say it every single time and I feel it. So that's, that's So you that's feel good. proud now. <laughs> yeah. And mm. um, now you're in Adelaide. So you moved mm. from Sydney. Mm-hmm. It's been four years now. And... How do you feel? You want to st- so since the beginning you you knew you wanted to live here in Australia. You yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. you want to keep I, going. I, I, yeah, I've I've talked with many friends, and at some point, uh, many friends told me like they they feel this they have they have these doubts of going back to their countries because they don't feel confident because they feel lonely. But no, I mean I, I've been feeling lonely, and uh, well, I, I felt lonely and you know all those experiences that we all have but um no was, um, i've been always very very sure that i want to be here and mm-hmm. when you feel lonely what do you tell yourself i just remind myself why i'm here and i think i'm not taking it like oh it's wrong being lonely like i'll i'll say to myself it's normal like it's, normal. it's part of it just if you're lonely you just deal with it now feel it the way it is and then somehow you will feel better <laughs> okay cool yeah so you know that it's part of the process that it's okay to feel lonely and you just you, you're patient yeah 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 and I, I depend I guess it depends uh, the person I used to live in a farm in New South Wales and I lived there for in this little town for like a year a bit less probably and uh, it was a very very isolated place so at some point at the end I have some uh, I I injure myself, so I, I live in this little farm for uh, for the last three, four months. I was by myself in the middle of nowhere, so you get a bit crazy. That, that's the time when I was very, very lonely. But after, the, after that, yeah, uh, I think it's very easy to make friends, at least for me and for you as well. Like it's, so, yeah, I wouldn't say that's, that's an issue for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so after that, I came to Adelaide. Yeah, a year and a half now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good change. Good change. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, what about architecture again? Mm-hmm. So you're still a, car- a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, I know, but can you tell us about uh, your, um, uh, oh. are you going back to being an architect or what is well, the goal yes, now? Yes, I mean, I, I like carpentry uh, and I think the way they a construction industry it's regulated in Australia for workers it's really really good it's really safe but uh, but I don't feel like I want to do it uh, for life for mm-hmm. the rest of my life so I just want to get the skills and basically um, I'm in the last step to get my permanent residency and after that I would like to go back to architecture okay uh, so the way I wanted to do it was I'll get my permanent residency And then I will do a master degree in order to uh, get the validation of my degree back in Mexico. So I can be an architect here. So that was was my plan. The trouble is your diploma in Mexico doesn't work in Australia. Yes. Mm. As as long, yeah, as an overseas student, like I have to do a master's. Mm. And yeah, the master's, the last time I checked, it was about 85,000. Uh, Australian dollars uh, two years 85,000 yeah okay so I, said, I, I don't have that money and so I, I couldn't so then uh, for uh, uh, being a local student it's way cheaper 
less than half of that. But then, actually, and I think I didn't tell you this, uh, when I was in Perth, I was checking again the process. And actually, I can, once I get my permanent residency, I can apply, I can, I can be an architect here in, uh, and I can get the validation of my degree working six months for an architect's office instead of do the master. And I have to work only six months. Wow. So I don't, I don't have to do my master. So that's pretty good. So that's your goal is the permanent residency and mm. then you can do this like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to apply for a job. But what I'm doing now, get a job, work for an architectural office six months and I have to submit a portfolio for this association, uh, like an architectural association in Australia. And they will, they will check like all your background, like how... Um, how good you are, you know, how much you, 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 you know, and uh, they'll say, okay, yeah, you, you're good enough to be an architect in Australia. You have been working here for at least six months. Yeah, that's it. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, great. That's, uh, that's, uh, I like how, you know, it's, you, you're studying that, you know, you're going to get there some days, but mm -hmm. in between there is another like path you're using mm -hmm. and that's, uh, it's teaching you a lot as well. Mm -hmm. And you're not stressed about, oh, I'm not an architect now, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's coming. Yeah, true. And also, uh, like, I have, like a lot of experience. So I would like to try here. It's not like I'm probably I ended up doing something else, but I want to give it a go uh, to being an architect here. Later on, I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I don't know, I'll change. I don't know, but I'm, mm. I'm happy to try. And for sure, it's something that I like now. And uh, and also, I, I'm curious to see how... Um, well, I can notice that it's very different the way architecture is done in Mexico compared to Australia. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious to be involved here and see, see how, how they how, think. Yeah, mm. how they think, how they how they do things. But um, yeah, definitely it's very different, more sustainable. And yeah, it's, it's, it's different. And back to your family, what do they think about your path, you being in Australia for four years? Because you haven't been back to Mexico yet. No. No, no, no. Well, they are very happy. They, my dad, my dad, he is from Panama. So he basically, he did the same. He was studying in, in Panama and then he, he said, oh, I want to do something else. I want to uh, um, experience something else. Mm. So he decided to go to Mexico and do like, he's a doctor. So he finished like, I don't know, it's, it's not a master's, but just keep going with the, with the studies. And he finished in Mexico. And then, you know, he, he, he met my, my, my uh, mother and he, he stayed in Mexico. Okay. But when I told him my, my plan, he was like, go, go, do it, do it, just do it. And my mom as well. So I, yeah, I never have like any, any issue with them. Like you have uh -huh. the support from your family. Support and yeah, so they're very happy. And yeah, the thing is like, yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. And it's, well, my mom, I saw her uh, a few months ago, but it's difficult. It's difficult. So um, yeah, I, I'm planning to go next year to, to Mexico mm. and let's see what's, how they all are a bit older for sure. But yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's a plan. Um, and you, you're going back to France. <laughs> Trying to, like mm. you. I think it's our first years in Australia. We want to, it's, it's still, it's really expensive to leave, live in Australia and to, if you want to travel, if you want to study. And so my priority was not to come back to France straight away. I'm trying to come back next year, which is, is going to be after 
uh, three years. And I feel, I feel like a lot of us come back to their family after three or four years mm. when we have seen a bit everything, we start to know where we want to be. And then we're like, okay, now I can come back. But mm-hmm. it's and even in, it's at the moment the flights are so expensive that I'm not yeah. ready to to come back to France yet. No, it's 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 difficult, and I didn't realize that until I came to Australia. Because when I first came, I said to myself, "Oh, I'll be back in Mexico in one year for holidays. Just very easy." Yeah, like but rich they, people like this uh-huh, once yeah, a year. I once a year, and I, but then then you realize how hard it's to to save money yeah. and then you have to pay your course and then COVID. So it's something, it was something every single year that I couldn't go to Mexico. <laughs> so now, yeah, I just, I just have to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And do you have, um, I don't know, young cousin, your family or friends that would like to do what you're doing, but mm. they're really scared or they're like, how do you do that? Or I would never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what my... do you answer them? What do you tell them? Well, I have a I have a cousin, um, and she is very keen to move. She's now doing uni. She's twenty twenty one, and yeah, she she's like very keen. We have been talking for the last year to um, uh, because she she wants she wants to move, and she's like sort of searching which what pathway does she want to follow, um, and I think she could she could do it because I think I don't know if that happened to you like. When you are here and you experience all, all these things, you can, like, you get an eye mm. and you will see, oh, especially for, uh, like, close friends and family, like, you think, oh, probably this person would be able to move and he will survive or he will enjoy. Or, oh, no, this person, he wouldn't because he's more, like, uh, probably afraid or he's more, like, stay close to, to the family. And I think she will... She will, she, she, she will be very happy to move here, and uh, yeah. So she, she might be here in, in, in two, in two years. And also friends, I have friends that they ask, they ask me, oh, how you do this? It sounds really good. And I told them, I've, I've done this, I've done this. I changed architecture for carpentry, mm. and they are like, oh no. Well, <laughs> if I move, I wanna keep. Uh, my my, uh, diploma. My, my diploma and my quality of life that I have in Mexico or in Australia. I was like, well, you, you, you are, so don't come here. Yeah. Yes, just stay there, you know? Because if you're not willing to, to change those things, you won't, you won't, uh, you won't enjoy this. So, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, p- yeah. part of the process. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I have... Um, I think I won't change all this experience for anything. It yeah, really you would do good. it again. Yeah, everything again. Well, no, I don't know if I do it again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just 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 one, and that's that's good. <laughs> no, 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 it was hard yeah, enough. It was yeah. hard enough, but it was a good one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what? Um, how different are you now from before? Is there like when you came to Australia, you were you would think you would never do this, or uh, and now how like? I, I suppose you're proud of yourself and mm-hmm. what change in yourself? What, what, what's your, um, do you have something in mind, a vision you had before and that totally changed now? Mm. <clears throat> I would say just, just the way I am, uh, like being by yourself here and like being facing like many issues and, uh, struggling with things like actually, actually 
help help me to like know more about myself. Okay. Because I think if we all are back in our countries in our bubbles, we are in this kind of way because I think family, friends, and the context shaped us in a way. Mm-hmm. So you you are very happy and comfortable in that way, but then you are out of that bubble, and then you experience many different ways. You are no like you are. You're anyone, like you're, how to say that? I forgot the word, like you're no, no one here. Like and you no mean nothing. no one helps you, yeah. No, no one uh, know you, no one knows you, no one uh, give a fuck about who you are, yeah. you know? So that at some point that helped me to understand who I am uh, and uh, also the values that you have. So I, I, I basically what I'm trying to say, like I feel I know myself more here than when I was in Mexico. Mm, and uh, yeah, that's basically one of my my one of my best uh, experiences here. And what would you say to the Miguel that four years ago was about to go? Uh, what what advice would you get, give him? Uh, mm, I don't know. No, no, really, not not. Just I go. think I think <laughs> I was I was I wouldn't say it was I was dumb, but. Um, It's just, it's just the way I was. Like, yeah. I, it was good, good enough to do what I did. Mm. It was good enough. Um, um, of course, I was probably a bit more naive, but it's the age and it's the, yeah, I was just unexperienced and I think I'm still unexperienced. And, but uh, I think that's the way it's life. Probably in 10 years, our, our, we will be different, you know? But yeah. that's, the way, that's the way life is. We're all, always changing. So I'm not, I'm not regretting of anything. And yeah, I think he, Miguel, five years ago, he was just good enough. He was, he was fine. Yeah. And what about the Mexican community? Because you know that I haven't met um, a lot of Mexicans around Australia. Uh, mm. I remember when I was in Margaret River, I met like few Mexican, but you're actually the first one I have a contact with. Yeah. And you know how in Australia there is a lot of Colombians, Argentinians from like North Central America or South America. Yeah. Um, as a Mexican, is it like famous to go to Australia or where, where well, are they? No, I don't know. <laughs> where are the Mexicans? Back in Mexico, I think there are not too many agents that are promoting move to Australia. It's more to Europe. Okay. Like France, for, for Mexicans go to France or Europe in, in, in general, it's the thing. Oh, okay. If I'm going to study, if I want to do something, like if I want to travel for a long time, go to Europe. Oh, Europe Spain, no, because I studied Spain, in Spain and there was a lot of Mexicans yeah, in Spain. Yeah, plenty. In, um, in Germany as well. Hungary. <laughs> Not too bad, yeah. Not only uh, uh, Miguel wanted to go to Hungary. Yeah. Always some weird places. But not too many not too many Mexicans. Also my friends here are Colombian and Colombians and uh, yeah, South Americans. Um, but yeah, if I met any Mexican I'll be very happy to 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 be with them and share some Good. There is good two, tequila. two taqueria uh -huh, <laughs> and uh <-huh>. Adelaide. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And did you like that one? The one, the one When we went together, yeah, but I, ha I have another address that some Colombian gave me, but uh -huh. another address of taqueria. And they uh, said you it's know really where good. Is it? It's close to, close to Brighton Beach. Close to Brighton? Ah, okay. Yeah, take and away and you eat on the beach. They said ah, it's right. they're so Colombian, but they said it's classic Mexican recipe. So you have to try. I have to try <laughs> because yeah. you would go to no, you would judge. judge. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, that's true. But it's all. I, I think it's good to always have 
like a, be close to your community mm-hmm. when you're out like even though like I said I don't know Mexicans but I feel very close with South American people Colombians and so it's very very good to have a good relation with like people that speak your own your, your the same language, language. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what are you with French people that you get no. along with no. <laughs> that doesn't apply no, no, for no, you no I don't care about French <laughs> no no I, I relate to that more in terms of I don't care if they're French uh, because I actually don't need to. I don't know why I'm, I'm not feeling close to my my culture. So yeah. I, I have few French friends. I think I have two French friends around Australia, and mm. they came back to their country now. But um, or two or three. But I relate to people that have the same experience than you. Mm. Like I love South American, but no matter if it's people like you, Miguel, or like. A, a working holiday visa student that have the same experience when I feel alone I need to be surrounded be, with people like this because mm. you understand me yeah and when I'm going so, something through hard uh, mm. uh, something yeah hard mm. uh, you understand me and you're gonna tell me okay because you know uh, with people that don't live the same thing as you like your friends or family back in your country or Australians that don't travel it hurts to experience to explain then what we are going through. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I agree that I like to be surrounded with people that have the same uh, story. Yeah, story or values mm-hmm. that, yeah. And that doesn't mean that we are all the same. Also, the Americans, we are the same. Of course, there are some that I don't like. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just the fact of speaking the same language and mm-hmm. language, and we have sort of that kind of... Um, sense of community very similar mm. so I, I like that but also I'm happy to, to experience I have friends from like other parts of the world that's that's always that you, that's something you have to experience if you are here yeah don't stick with your culture always because otherwise you are not experiencing the whole thing true mm-hmm. and Australia is about many cultures mm-hmm. so yeah it's important yeah, and this and is you, how you learn English as well and you, yeah because and, and how to treat people as well I, because you know South Americans we are very sometimes very touchy like, <laughs> and I used to <laughs> hug everyone and kiss everyone and when I work in this Thai restaurant you know Asians they could be sometimes like oh my very God. This. yeah so my first day I tried to hug this uh, waiter waitress sorry and she pushed me because I thought she, I was very offensive like uh, I was trying to and I said no I'm just trying to say goodbye oh yeah just go away <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so. it's really surprising uh, yeah or uh, I, I yeah as I, I haven't met many Mexican, but Colombian, they do that a lot. They yeah. touch you a lot. And, mm. you know, as French people, we really like, we oh, do yeah. the bees, ah, but yeah. we're really cold. And we're like, what the fuck? Ah, really? <laughs> yeah, don't uh. touch me. I don't know you. <laughs> just kiss <laughs> me. Yeah, just kiss me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, in, it's important because then you realize how is your culture? Because mm. when you live in your country, like Mexico or France for me, you think it's normal and it's everywhere around the world. And then when you go out, you're like, no, there is some culture they don't like to be touched. There is some culture they don't do like bees or they yeah. don't drink tequila in the morning in their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, actually have some tequila here. Yeah, but you you like you did really good because you went to a Thai restaurant. Asian, mm. uh, like Thai, Thai culture is really different from Mexican uh-huh. culture. Yes, yes. Uh, that opened my eyes a little bit more. And... Yeah, it's. I'm just curious sometimes to know how I will react when I go back to Mexico, you know, because. Uh, yeah, I'll so see how, how, much do you, I'll how do you. How do you. 
how do you say um how do you expect like what is it what do you think you're gonna react when you're gonna go back to mexico i don't like i don't know i have to be there actually mm. yeah but I don't know. Uh, probably the, the chaos, chaos will, will be the first chaos? thing. I, chaos will be the first thing I noticed because I don't like it. What uh, do you mean you don't like uh, Mexico? Anymore, the chaos, like just a lot of people. Ah, That's why okay. I like Adelaide yeah, because it's, it's a small city, it's mm. quiet and I like that. And um, even, even like even Sydney, like it's, it's just, it's just very, it's, I think it's too many people for me. So I like small places, but yeah, let's. I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm just happy to go to see my family. That's it. That's uh, it. And have That's some tacos, some mezcal. Yeah, yeah, and in a good price because here is very expensive. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You're gonna bring us some mezcal if I'm still in Australia, That's it. okay? Yeah, <laughs> the, the whole luggage is gonna be full of mezcal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, yeah. And how do you see your, I know it's, no, I, ha I hate when people ask me with this question, but I'm going to ask it to you. Mm. How do you see your future? Oh, I hate that. I don't know. <laughs> How's like my Sarah? future? How, how is how, my future? How do you see your future? Um, I mean, do you want to keep speaking English and Spanish, Spanish every day? Do you want to keep exploring life? Do you want to settle somewhere? Like, ah, so just okay. an idea. Well, yeah, I don't It's hard to say. I, I based what I'm saying now. I'm based off. I based on what I have today. And now I have a, a, a like I have a good relationship with my girlfriend. Mm. She's Polish, mm -hmm. and that sort of is changing what I am looking. Not in close life to Hungaria. <laughs> yeah, it's getting closer. It's getting, you see? No, yeah, but uh, like, yeah. Let's I, change I the to, question. What do you like right now in your life? What do I like now in my yeah. life? So you like you are with a Polish girlfriend. So mm -hmm. you like this difference of culture and yeah, yeah. I like I like what I'm experiencing now with with her. Well, I like a lot of things, but we have some sort of difference uh, in the way we react to things mm -hmm. and the way we just the way we are. And I think you Europeans are very straightforward to things. Just uh, you yeah, know, yeah, we are. Uh, we don't touch direct. people, but uh, we're uh -huh. really direct. Uh -huh. And I think South Americans, we are, oh, Latins, Latinos, we are more like uh, Mentiroso. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, that could be the, the, yeah, that could be as well. But no, I'm trying to say that we more, as, as we are touchy, uh, we are to try to not be as, as, as rude, you okay. know what I mean? Uh, and that's funny, yeah. With, with her. No, yeah, but... Um, but it's good to live with someone that has different culture than you. And oh, yeah. You discover so much, I think. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong, but you discover a lot. And mm. uh, the, do you say Polish culture or mm. Polish? Polish, yeah. They're, it's, they have so many beautiful things and they're really good at doing movies. I just start to watch, like, because you gave me some Polish ah, movie yeah. to watch. Uh -huh. And it's fascinating and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good culture and also um, they like a lot of Latin things. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they watch a lot of telenovelas. Uh, so they are kind of, kind of like sort of involved in all this like uh, Latino drama. And, and they like that. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't and know you that. don't like telenovela. <laughs> I, yeah, I used to watch it when yeah. I was a kid with my mom and my grandma. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, no, I watch all of them already, so I don't, I don't have to watch them. But 
yeah it's 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 a nice it's a nice mixed and um and we we we're still open to 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 experience more things and know each other because yeah i think it's always good to to be with someone with a, with a different different background mm. mm-hmm. and what what else do you live now and you're so happy about it mm. well i think like my routine i just sort of i like my routine okay. my my routine of uh what i mean with that it's like my work and then like going to to do exercise and then like reading like i have my that's what i like it's just very simple but i like that uh like i don't have like going to to party anymore well yes i do but uh like i'm i'm not doing that much anymore and mm-hmm. i'm sort of quite enjoying go for a beer instead and just have a good chat with friends um i would like to go for classes to do something else like f- to even meet more people mm-hmm. uh but yeah I'm, like my my i like my 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 life at the moment it's just very simple but it's it's i just want to travel more that's the thing yeah mm-hmm. okay so we wish you more travels for the year 2023 for you yeah mexico <laughs> yeah to mexico i know more things and what like no learn more things learn more things yeah. okay mm-hmm. um yes like uh, things but not learn like new things what i'm trying to say is like understand what i what i uh, how how can i say it um like be more conscious of my life right now the things that i have okay you know um so realize what you yeah what you have at the moment mm-hmm. because i agree i ask you the question about the future but actually I'm so used to like when I was younger when I, w- I was applying for a job they always ask you what about your future but I, I, I changed then my question thinking what do you have at the present now that you enjoy to feel the present mm-hmm. and so you know what you want for the future for example you mm-hmm. said you like to speak two language being with someone that has a different culture you like your work balance mm-hmm. and this helps you to understand okay now I want to learn more things I mm-hmm. want to travel more I want to mm-hmm. discover more things yeah, yeah. true And also, it's like we were talking about the resolutions. Yeah. Like it's, I, I don't believe in that. It's no. it's very it's because it's very well it depends how you how you how you define them. But it's better just to okay, this is what I have to do the next year because my because of my current yeah. situation. That's better. And I it gives you a big pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gives you a big pressure. And, and it's I don't like the I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I like the I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to travel more. I want to learn more. And yeah. so then you realize how I'm going to do that. Am I, am I going to like watch more YouTube videos on this subject, listen mm-hmm. to more audiobooks, going mm-hmm. to a class or mm-hmm. uh, buy some camping gear to go camping or things like that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, just little things. It'll make a change. Uh, but yeah, one of the things that I want to do, well, what I'm doing now is, as I said, Like I'm reading a bit of philosophy, mm-hmm. and uh, wow! And I want to do actually is like I think we take we take everything for granted, everything, you know, like life, happiness, and everything. But my what I'm getting at is just understand what what we have now, mm-hmm. and where all that is coming from. Little things like understand. Okay, I'm, I'm a carpenter. Okay, and many carpenters 
we just do the job and that's it. But we don't understand we don't understand what happened with the team what what's what's behind all that, mm. you know? Like you don't understand why are you why are you doing that? Like why or where all this is coming from? So you're more into a purpose. Yeah, like and just the source or the source how do you say the the Yeah, like all oh, the source of everything that I do, everything mm -hmm. that I have. Okay, I like I like beer. Uh, okay, why I like beer? What what's what what is beer made of? Like I I didn't know what was the whole thing of doing beer, for example, and now I'm keen to understand why. How is it do? How how is is that done? Mm -hmm. uh, tequila. Well, I know how is tequila done, <laughs> but every little things that I like, just ask myself why do you like it, mm -hmm. and just give a chance to to know how how it's made, and knowing the the process of that thing you probably will say, oh, I like it, or I don't like it. Yeah. You know? And that little thing, that's what, that's what I, I want to There to is start. a side of meditation, I feel, because mm. that means every f action you have, you want to understand and you want to take the time, and also a bit of environment, mm. I feel, because you well, want to know, yes. you want to change, maybe every day you're, you're drinking this brand of beer, and tomorrow you will know that this brand is making shit with the process and they mm. use really bad products and so then you're going to tell yourself oh maybe I should go to a beer that is more local or more sustainable things like that yeah or exactly. this timber might be like destroying the Amazon forest or I don't know what because it's coming not from Australia maybe yeah. I like it wow yeah, good so on you yeah, yeah and that, that's important what you said even with food because mm. you actually you can even enjoy more the thing when you know where, where all this is coming from yeah so where does yeah, come from the it chicken? applies with everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> from from KFC or McDonald's <laughs> maybe I should stop yeah that's it okay uh, oh wow that's, uh -huh. a good, uh, yeah, that's a good vision a good mm -hmm. thinking you have mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a new one let's see how I go but yeah just makes you more curious curious mm. makes you more smart <laughs> mm. yeah, and true. um i have a last thing to ask you is there before you when you were in mexico before coming to australia a cliche you had in mind about i don't know something in australia or, or about being an expat and now it totally changed is Sorry, there we, we know what? a cliche do you know uh, yeah. a cliche like an idea an idea uh, and that was and that totally changed now so for example i always say my idea before when i was younger was you can't study five years and then become a waitress And mm -hmm. I became a waitress after six years of study mm -hmm. because I was like, ah, blech. you know, you studied six, five years. You need to do like a big job, nice job. And mm -hmm. waitress is like low Below. scale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was a cliche I had before. And mm -hmm. now it totally changed. Is mm -hmm. there something that your experience has broken, changed? Yeah. Cliche well, you had this, in mind? Yeah. This, well, this, uh, this job that I'm doing now, actually, because back, back in Mexico, being in the construction industry if you are not the engineer or the architect uh, socially wise in, in a social perspective you are in, like in the very low range uh, like in the very uh, how to say like low scale low scale mm -hmm. you know um, because you are not paid well you are not well educated all that stuff and being an, as, as we as we said before being a carpenter here we are trading in australia it's way different mm. you know you feel proud of it yeah you do cool things uh so that that changed a lot and at the beginning with 
not now, but when, when the, fir- the first year, my mom in, in, back in Mexico, she said, oh yeah, Miguel went to Australia. Uh, he's doing carpentry now, but he will be uh, an architect. And, or, you know, try to make to it say, better, yeah, to yeah. say it better. And I said, Why do you do that? Like, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I'm very happy. And every time friends ask me, I'm a carpenter. I am a carpenter. And you're so proud. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's what I do. If I can, if I want to do it the, the rest of my life, I will. It's nothing wrong with it. So, so this change for you yeah. and you try to educate your family as well about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So with the time she, I mean, it's, but it's, it's not that she's wrong or she, you know, it's, it's, I think the way she grew up as well. Exactly. And, uh, it's cliche. It's just a cliche. Exactly. <laughs> it's a cliche. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. And that's, that's a good thing about Australia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're coming to the end no, of that's that. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's thank good. you so much, yeah. Miguel, for sharing your story. Thank you. And uh, wishing you the best and uh, travel and philosoph- more philosophy for you and thank you. Yeah, no, discovering life in Australia. And you keep doing this. I think it's good. It's a I good will. idea. It's great. Yeah. Thank you so much. See ya. Thank you. See ya. Bye.